Chapter Four of Claude Lightfoot, or How the Problem Was Solved, by Father Francis Finn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four, in which Claude cultivates the acquaintance of Mister Russell and becomes a member of the High Flyers. Although Claude was an object of secret terror to Mister Grace, he by no means produced the same dread feeling in the bosom of Mister Russell, the first prefect of the yard. Mister Russell was a genial man his face in ordinary moments was a smiling one or at least gave promise of a smile and it was his great delight to chaff the little boys he wore such an air of good nature that youngsters not well acquainted with him sometimes ventured upon taking liberties the experiment was seldom repeated by the same boy for the face so smiling before looked down upon the youthful offender with a dignity and an air of command which made words on mr russell's part unnecessary claude was a welcome addition to the prefect's list of little friends he watched with interest this attempt at perpetual motion as he flew around the playground and was not a little amused at the freshness and variety of claude's antics there's a boy for you he remarked to elmwood i think it's several boys rolled into one answered frank he's made away with six different hats in the last four minutes hello spexy shouted claude as he came rushing down the yard with dan dockery's hat come here claude said mr russell banishing with an effort a smile claude's pace tapered into a shamble and he advanced with the presentiment that he was to be called to order it is great fun running off with boys hats observed the prefect yes sir i enjoy it pretty well of course or you wouldn't do it you like racing about like a mad colt yes sir give me that hat it's mine sir said dan dockery coming up out of breath take it dan how do you like to have people running off with your hat as a matter of fact dan had been meditating dire revenge upon claude but he was a kind-hearted boy and now that the prefect was taking a hand in the matter feared that he might bring claude into trouble oh i can stand it sir all right claude's a good fellow claude gave dan a grateful look yes but you're willing to stand more than some boys commented the prefect see here claude he added with an air of severity if you go racing away with any more hats i'm going to have it out with you i'll stop sir and claude meant what he said mr russell's good-natured air returned at once now suppose you jump against dan dockery claude he's the best jumper under fourteen in the yard can you jump i like it better than running sir answered claude brightening up under the easy sympathy of the prefect i thought so said mr russell surveying the sturdy little fellow and i'm afraid that dan has met his match at last what'll you bet asked dan with a grin he was a slim lad with black hair dark roguish eyes a slightly freckled complexion and an honest face mr russell laughed i've got an orange in my pocket i'll give it to the best man will you go halves with me dan asked charlie pearson wait till i win charlie is it to be a running jump sir what do you say claude it's all the same to me sir 
answered claude who was now tempting frank elmwood to spar well let it be a running jump dan you go first here now is the line and the prefect marked a line upon the ground a number of boys were now interested spectators dan moved back some twelve yards and coming forward at a swift gait rose lightly into the air good first-rate dan you never did better dan's effort pleased all claude marked the distance with his eye and said i can beat that there was a general laugh from the crowd but the sharper-witted perceived at once that the newcomer was not boasting for he had spoken with an air of conviction claude walked back a few feet took three strides and leaped into the air Woo! came the chorus for without apparent effort this youngster had passed eight inches beyond the spot where dan had alighted that beats the small boy's record here said elmwood i never saw anything like it claude said mr russell solemnly take those springs out of your legs i haven't got any springs in my legs cried claude seriously well you have a pair under your feet then have i now you see and the winner stooped and began untying his shoe-strings the boys laughed and claude joined in when he perceived on looking up that mr russell had been joking him while these words were passing several professors had joined the spectators and claude was compelled to jump over and over till it became patent to all that dan dockery was no longer the champion long-distance jumper of the small boys claude shared his orange with dan and both of them had a good time during class in consuming their respective portions while mr grace was explaining a sum at the blackboard after dinner mr russell called harry archer harry you're in need of a good player for the junior high flyers aren't you yes sir we've only eight men since we threw jim shallow out for kicking too much and not minding what i told him why don't you try claude lightfoot do you think he can play sir i don't know but even if he can't play at all i'm inclined to think that he'll pick up more in a month than most boys would in three years he's a born athlete he has a quick eye and a quick leg and perfect command over every muscle in his body what do you say rob he asked turning to collins i think it would be worth while trying him here i've got the league ball that belongs to the poetry boys in my pocket now suppose we get him over here harry ran off and quickly returned with claude can you play baseball claude asked the prefect i can bat sir but i haven't practised much can't you throw inquired the captain of the marquette juniors throw of course i can just let me have that ball claude grasped the ball and gazed about the yard Spexy, Spexy, he shouted as his eye fell upon frank who was conversing with john winter near the home plate of the college diamond frank turned toward the group here catch this and with an easy movement of the forearm claude sent the ball almost on a line straight into frank's hand why that's gorgeous cried harry here we are in left field and that throw would have thrown out a fellow running from third base home and did you notice mr russell how he threw 
it was all with his forearm he just seemed to give the ball a smart push how do you do it claude claude was now hopping about with his eyes fixed in the air endeavouring to judge a high fly which frank had thrown for his benefit he judged it so accurately that the ball came squarely into his hands but rolled out before his fingers could close upon it you see i'm not much at catching but i've never practised i don't know how i throw but it comes easy can you curve continued the captain i don't know i never tried how is it done get elmwood to teach him suggested mr russell and you've secured a great pitcher look at his fingers they are strong and he can twist them around any ball if he can put on a little curve and combine it with his speed you'll have the best junior nine that ever represented our college and then and there claude became a member of the club but matters did not go so well with him in the classroom he was frequently out of order and i am bound to say sometimes inexcusably so while some of his antics were quite involuntary others were a deliberate yielding to temptation he really gave mr grace a deal of annoyance how boys could wriggle so mr grace could not understand at the end of the school day claude was scolded and he certainly deserved it but the scolding earnestly and conscientiously given as it was failed to impress him as it should have impressed him he was not able to analyze his feelings but he felt obscurely that mr grace was not in sympathy with him he respected his professor he loved mr russell what a troublesome boy i wonder how his parents bear with him at home was the inward comment of mr grace as claude with flying heels rushed from the yard intent upon making the convent school in time to catch kate that's a splendid little fellow soliloquized mr russell he's healthy and happy and bright and i hope a few years may make him wise End of chapter four